Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good. Excellent. All sorts of news today. Lots of stuff to talk about. So many exciting things to talk about. This is the opposite of where we were at. A year ago. Yeah, more than a year ago. Like, you know, early March, where it was like one thing after another just kept closing and it was happening so fast. And now the reverse is happening. So it's all great news. It is. Let's start with the Disney Parks blog, though, where absolutely nothing is really happening, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Um, The celebration of Festival of the Lion King which we already talked about and we already know opened, officially opened on Saturday. That's right. The earlier appearances uh, or performances were merely dress rehearsals. Ah. It officially opened on May 15th, and they live-streamed it. So there is a live stream out, which I will link to our page if you can't get down there and see it. All right, that's neat. Yeah. Um, They had a look at the funnel suite on the Disney Wish that's right. The Funnel Suite is the first ever um, multi-floor suite on a Disney cruise ship, and it will be in one of the funnels. Uh, as you know, but maybe our listeners don't know, uh, one of the funnels on the Disney Cruise Line ships is a not non-functioning funnel. So one actually funnels exhaust, um, but the other one is a fake funnel. One yeah, of them has a kids space. club in it. Right. Um, one of them has like the radio, there's a radio station in one of them. Saying one of them, meaning on various ships, uh, right. that's what this extra uh, funnel is used for. That's one right. is always used for exhaust. The other one has various uses across various ships. That's right. So on the Disney Wish, they have announced the funnel suite. It is two floors. It is nearly 2,000 square feet of living space. Um, it can accommodate up to eight guests with two main bedrooms, a children's room, a library that converts to a bedroom, and four and a half bathrooms. I mean, it sounds amazing. It does. Um, it also offers extraordinary views of the horizon with a two-story window wall. Um, the piece de resistance of this uh, stateroom is supposed to be a handcrafted porcelain sculpture that comes alive in a way that only Disney can do it. Uh, so I'm assuming that probably means there's some type of projection technology going on on it. Um, so it looks pretty cool. Uh, it is amazing. I mean, the bathroom itself is probably as large as our living room and dining room. Um, you know, it will be expensive and (laughs) we'll get into, we'll get into the pricing on some of the, uh, wish, uh, sailings, their inaugural season anyway. They don't talk about the, the, um, funnel suite though, do they? Uh, they, uh, they do not have pricing for the funnel suite. Correct. Um, but, uh, you know, as far as the Disney Cruise Line goes, uh, with the Wish, the new ship, 90% of the 1,254 staterooms offer ocean views. Uh, more than 900 rooms are connecting so that they can accommodate larger families or groups. Uh, and they have more premium concierge accommodations than any other cruise ship in the Disney fleet. Because they're finding people are willing to pay for it. That's right. Okay. Um, also on the Disney Wish... Um, they're going to be having a spot for weddings, um, an indoor spot, which not all of the cruise ships have. And they are designating the Grand Hall as one of the spots that you can have a wedding. That's right. The Grand Hall, which is uh, the main lobby. It is a three-story lobby, um, which has a magnificent staircase, which it would, of course, be an amazing backdrop right. for any type of ceremony, whether it's a wedding or not. Um yeah, that's where they're going to be hosting weddings, it has been announced. Um, so all of the cruise line ships can do the fairy tale weddings, but I don't know that they do them. They usually do them, I think, in Castaway, the open air. Or at Castaway Key. 
Right. Um, but now they're specifically going to be doing them in the lobby. I'm sure they also do them at CastWiki, but it's just going to be another option uh, to have it. Exactly. So that's awesome. And then Disney Parks Blog um, posted a virtual sail away party. That's right. It's the first ever virtual deck party um, that they have hosted. So we've also linked that to our page. So a, a plethora of Disney Cruise Line stuff going on this weekend on the Disney Parks Blog. All right. If you can't get enough, you can head over to the Yacht Club where Disney Cruise Line merchandise and treats are now available. Yeah, we know they already have the pop-up shop over at Disney Springs in Orlando. Uh, but now the Yacht Club Resort um, has some Disney items available from the cruise line in their gift shop, as well as beverages and snacks that are available um, at the resort property as well. Over at the market at the Ale and Compass, you can get uh, the blueberry cheese trifle, the Mickey-shaped Rice Krispie treat, and lemon tart with raspberry mousse. And if you are an adult, you can head over to the Ale and Compass Lounge or Martha's Vineyard for the Pirate's Nest Specialty Drink, which is inspired by a Disney Cruise Line favorite. It is rum, mango, ginger, green tea, pineapple, and lemon juices, ginger beer, agave syrup, and bitters, topped with a dehydrated orange wheel and mint. Okie dokie. So that is exciting. While you're over at the Yacht Club, uh, you know, they have a partner uh, sister resort there, which is the Beach Club. Uh, the Beach Club is going to be opening on May 30th. Okay. And then the Boardwalk Inn, which is just around the corner, opens on July 2nd. So things are uh, opening. Yes, they are. Uh, in Disneyland, the Avengers Campus cast members have posted a TikTok of them suiting up. That's right. You know, most of the superhero movies, you usually get some type of montage of the superhero suiting up for the first time. Mm -hmm. uh, well, they have created a little TikTok of Disney cast members who will be working in Avengers Campus doing that very same thing, uh, which is kind of, of cool. And, uh, you know, we saw their costumes last week and uh, they're very hip, very trendy. Who knows how long they'll last? It's definitely as far as clothing options go. Uniform options, it seems like the best area to work in in Disneyland. Yes. Uh, in California Adventure, superheroes are assembling for photo ops. That's right. On the Hollywood stage in Disney's California Adventure, you can find uh, Black Panther, Spider-Man, Captain America, Thor, and Black Widow, as well as um, uh, one of Black Panther's Dora Malahe guards, uh, Io. Uh, they are posing for socially distanced pictures. So, you know, like like most characters, uh, you're at least six feet away and they're just kind of doing stuff in the background. Usually they're striking heroic poses. <laughs> um, you know, they're not as kind of goofy as, as some of the characters are like goofy. Um, but uh, that's uh, that's where you can find them if you're headed there. Awesome. Jesse's Critter Carousel has reopened. That's right. They are socially distancing at the Critter Carousel. And they're just asking that uh, families or in row. Okay. So, you know, sometimes I don't, maybe I want to be in front of you or behind you, but no, you all have to be in one row. All right. The Pixar Pals, uh, the Pixar Pal Around is now open. That's the, uh, that's the Ferris Wheel of Death. Yes, it okay. is. It is. Um, yeah, they're, they're saying physical distancing, but that really only relates to the line. So they're just loading one group into one each car. Right, that makes sense. Uh, and why is it the uh, Ferris wheel of death? The thing goes upside down. <laughs> it does not go upside down. Oh, well, it swings back and it forth. It swings almost upside yeah, down. It's horrible. Uh, but they have the non-swinging gondolas and the swinging gondolas. It's not great. And the swinging gondolas can be somewhat violent uh, at times. And yeah, very. it makes you very nauseous. Yes. 
I don't know too many people who enjoy the swinging ones. No. The stationary ones are nice. Yeah, well, we're not swingers. No, we're not. No. Uh, we've talked a lot about the Alfresco Tasting Terrace, and now they have some additions. That's right. The Alfresco Tasting Terrace will be opening on, on May 20th at Disney's California Adventure. Uh, this is a special area for Disney's legacy uh, pass holders, uh, and they will be able to enjoy a selection of small bites, cocktail, beer, and wine from around the park. So they have just added some restaurants from Condor Flats, Burger Invasion, the Orange Stinger, and Tower of Terror items. So uh, that uh, that's exciting for them. Most of these small bites items, uh, they're small bites and appetizers. The food is going to run you about $16. It looks cocktails are going to run you anywhere between uh, $6 for a non-alcoholic cocktail to $15, uh, actually $17 uh, for a cocktail. And then wines, of course, vary by the glass and by the bottle. Um, so that uh, that is a limited time event. No telling when it's going to end. But uh, if you're a legacy pass holder, you can go enjoy that at California Disney's California Adventure. All right. The Disneyland Resort has released a statement reiterating their mask requirement. And we'll talk about why they had to reiterate their requirement in just a minute. Um, but Disney has re- Disneyland has reiter- reiterated that their current guidelines require all guests ages two and older and cast members to wear face coverings uh, in all aspects of the park until further notice. All right. The, um, at Disneyland, they have, oh, I'm, I'm having trouble with this story. I think the people who actually published this story had trouble with this story too. Right. Um, 80% of cast members who have been, um, called back have actually decided to come back. That's right. And this is across the Disney company as a whole. Okay. So, uh, we know that over the course of the Corona pandemic, they furloughed like 32,000 cast members. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob Chapek during the uh, quarterly call the other day mentioned that 80% of those who have been called back have gone back. Now, that sounds really good until you realize it doesn't say what the percentage of those who were furloughed are being called back. So, well, you're right. All it says is whether or not the people that they're giving the opportunity to have their jobs back are accepting that opportunity. Right. It says nothing. I don't know that it says anything great for the for the Disney company. It just... Right. It's just a fact. Like, you know, it doesn't really mean anything. Yep. Um, all right. Well, it means for every 100 cast members called, 80 are going back. And apparently they're very uh, excited to be going back and very, uh, you know, they, they have a passion. And I believe that Walt Disney World president Jeff Vale said that uh, cast members are our heart. All right. Yeah. Um, in Walt Disney World, the park hours have been released for July 25th the 31st. That's right. Park hours, uh, much of the same old Magic Kingdom, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Epcot, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Hollywood Studios, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Animal Kingdom, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. It's very funny that when they release these park hours now, they no longer give the Blizzard Beach park hours, uh, nor have they announced anything for Typhoon Lagoon as of yet. Why don't they give the Blizzard Beach ones? I don't know. They used to. Yeah. They just don't include it as a part of their press release. Okay. And now we're going to talk about all the changes that are coming or have already come to Disney World regarding the mask policy. Oh, I tell us, Cheryl, what has happened? So they made the announcement that masks are no longer required in um, outdoor settings, except if you are in line for an attraction. So um, that's great news. You are still supposed to be wearing your mask upon entry. And then again, when you're in line for any of the attractions, you should have your mask on um, and you need to have your mask on during the attractions. 
but you can walk around without it on, whether you are either eating or drinking or not. Um, it's all very good news. That's right. I'm excited about the fact that you no longer have to remain stationary to eat. Yeah. Because there's nothing more fun than just grabbing a popcorn when you go into the park and walking down Main Street while munching on some popcorn. Right. Or a Mickey bar. Or I would any say other the, kind of the only thing that's still um, a little bit of a holdback for me on that, and I don't know that they would actually enforce it, is like when we were waiting for Big Thunder Mountain and we were, you know, it's a, it's a pretty long outdoor ride. Uh, I'm sorry, line. And you want to get like popcorn or an ice cream or something. You want to be eating it while you're hanging out outside in line. Technically, uh, with the, the way the rules are right now, you, you aren't allowed to do well, that. Well, see, what, I, what I've actually learned uh, from looking at some pictures over the course of the weekend is masks are required in outdoor queues the minute you get to the queue entrance. Oh, okay. So like Toy Story Land. Mm-hmm. Toy Story Land, uh, Slinky Dog Dash, the queue extends out onto that walkway. Right. Until you get to the actual entrance, okay. you don't have to wear that masks. Makes sense. As you get to the entrance, cast members are asking you to put your masks on. That makes sense. Uh, a lot of times, that's because once you get to the actual entrance, that's where the switchback portion of the queues start. It's also where they have cast members stationed, right? So it's an easy spot for them to say, "Hey, you right," know, just for them to police put your mask it. on, right? Exactly. All right. Well, that's good news. So for the first time in 14 months, oh my gosh. no masks in the Magic Kingdom or any of the Walt Disney World Resort properties. Fabulous. Um, that That's big, too, just for the resorts. You don't have to have right. it on at the resorts. And I had a hard time um, on our previous trips. I want to get my coffee and I just want to walk around and drink my coffee in the morning as I take a little walk. And you couldn't do that because you had to have your mask up. People who are um, runners have been having a major issue with this. A lot of the resorts have beautiful jogging paths and you had to have your mask on. And it's it's sort of torturous to, to jog. Well, uh, when we were the there heat. last month, most most last month, most of the joggers did not have a mask on. They, they didn't, past. but if you ran past a cast member, they would ask you to put one on. And right. it's just irritating to constantly have to be looking for your mask and putting it on and feel right. like you're breaking the rules. So So along with that, they are no longer playing the mask announcement at uh, the Walt Disney World theme parks. Uh, you know, that that's kind of a first uh, when you go back to the parks. One of the first things you noticed is that they're actually interrupting, like, mm-hmm. the, the music, nice music. Uh, to make the mask. They, they would be doing it to make the mask announcements, and it appears as though they are no longer doing that. Looks like they are also changing that physical distance signage. They are. Uh, some of the resorts have actually thrown away their signage. I think that was one of my favorite photos from this weekend. Yeah. Was at the boardwalk. They had all of the uh, social distancing and COVID protocol like signs. The sandwich board things. Yeah, in a, in a trash bin. Yeah. Like they were getting ready to wheel them away. Um, social distancing is, has been decreased. Uh, they are seating a lot of people on every row, uh, specifically in uh, – the Walt Disney One Man's Dream attraction where they have that film at the end. Yeah. They are seating in every row. Festival of the Lion King, they're seating in every row. Um, How many are, people are in that One Man's Dream? Uh, about six. Yeah, so <laughs> they need to put them on top of each other. Uh, the Frozen Ever After uh, single, the, the Frozen sing-along, uh, they're seating every row. And they're also seating everyone on Tower of Terror. Mm-hmm. They've removed plexiglass. They've decreased social distancing. Oh, the plexiglass is huge. I've been sort of trying to follow along on social media to see where the plexiglass is coming down um, and how quickly. Because, you know, the places, things like um, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, that plexiglass was really in the way. Right. Um, living with the land in Epcot, it wasn't plexiglass. It was that, like, stretched um, – Plastic, like sort of curtain. like a shower curtain. Right. That was terrible. Um, the safari, 
same thing, sort of that stretched heavy plastic. It was like a like like a window on a tent. You know, yeah, it was so kind you can't really see through rigid, it. Right. It, it it was terrible. It made it very difficult to see what was going on. So the faster those things come down, the better in my opinion. And honestly, they weren't doing anything anyway. Mm-hmm. They weren't helping. Could you imagine if you were the local plexiglass salesman in Orlando last year and your numbers, because of everything you sold to Disney World, were like up 5,000%? Sure. And now they're taking it all away. And it's like, you know, your numbers are just going to go in the tank this year. You're done. Yeah. Well, hopefully you made a lot of money last year. Right. Okay. Um, And then also physically distant, also no longer being physically distanced is the parking. Yeah, they had been skipping every other row, mm-hmm. uh, which was kind of interesting. I liked it. I did. It was nice, um, but they're no longer doing that. They are now back to uh, wedging everyone in as much as they can uh, in every row. All right. I mean, they did eventually fill up all the spaces. It's just that they went down parking. They went down the parking and then back. And then back, right. So um, it just meant that you weren't getting out of the car the same time as other people. Uh, Did we have a construction update for Epcot? We do. Um, There have been some construction walls removed from Morocco, uh, which uh, was for some new pavement being done. Um, We also have some netting being added to the uh, central barge, harmonious barge on the arms that they were testing last week. They've got some some netting added. Um, The points of light on Spaceship Earth are now around almost the whole... uh, exterior of, mm-hmm. of spaceship earth so that is good um and that is uh that is all what's that's going on in epcot right now all right um in hollywood studios donald and daisy duck have a new meet and greet location that's right their new physical distance physically distance meet and greet location uh is on a balcony above the restrooms that are over near the entrance of the park between the dark room, which is the photo store, and Oscar's Super Service, which oh. is the stroller rental. Doesn't sound like a very nice spot. It sounds like it's crappy right yeah. above the restrooms. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's, 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 a cute, it's a cute spot. Yeah. Except for the fact that if you're going into the restroom. Yeah, but, I mean, so, you know, mom goes into the restroom and dad's out there with the kids, like, waiting. I mean, at least, you know, it's a good – Spot. If you there's a bunch of people probably standing around anyway. Right. Is my point. So that probably is actually a pretty good spot. And as far as locations go, it faces the park gates, so it's right at the entrance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you can you can restrict access because you really can't get up those stairs if no. you're a guest. So it is a nice. It's a nice crappy location. <laughs> All right. The Hollywood Brown Derby has updated their menu, although uh, you had gone over it with me, and I can't tell what's any different from when we were just there two weeks ago. Yeah, they did. They just uh, they revamped their menu. Their their menu is now uh, unified for lunch and dinner. Uh, do you want to go over any of the menu? No. No? Okay. Just if you're going to be going to Hollywood Brown Derby, uh, be aware that they uh, they have modified their menu as don't, of this week. Don't be checking out an old one. Yeah, you know, you know the thing that disappoints me about most of this. What is the kids seem to have a better <laughs> uh, better menu than the adults have? That's because you have the palate of a kid. That is true. All right, in Animal Kingdom, the Moana sand sculpture has been completed. That's right. Once again, another uh, twenty tons of sand have been uh, sculpted uh, on the Discovery Island stage. Uh, and this month it is uh, for Moana, uh, celebrating Asian and Pacific Islander Month, I believe. Um, and 
The only color on the sculpture is uh, the symbol of the heart of Tefiti, which is green, but the rest of the sculpture is just sand. Okay. So uh, those two guys, you know, they, they've got a little they career just, just doing it. a monthly <laughs> sand sculpture at, at uh, Animal Kingdom. Okay. Um, the Brightline train, which is supposed to take people um, various places, but including from the Orlando airport to Disney Springs, is getting some opposition. Yeah, there's a bunch of neighborhood groups uh, for a bunch of owners associations. So, you know, each one of these little developments has an owners association uh, and they have voiced their disapproval to the Central Florida Expressway Authority. Um, and this was brought up at one of the authorities board meetings. Uh, you know, the residents are concerned over noise, dirt, declining property values, safety, um, you know, and they just they don't want a high speed train. Uh, going through their section of town. I mean, mm -hmm. who, who would want a high-speed train? Um, you know, Brightline is trying to right now determine what of two routes they're going to take to uh, Disney Springs. Uh, one goes along State Road 417, and the other one goes near uh, Vinland Road, which would put it over near International Drive. Now, Universal would like that because right. they would also like a spur right. on uh, their property. Um, so, you know, they, they're just not sure what's going to happen. And mm -hmm. it's a big deal because this, you know, this project's going to take five years. Mm -hmm. um, and it's the difference between a $1.03 billion cost or a $2.1 billion cost. Yeah. Or $0 cost. If, if everyone if, hates it. Right. If it gets shot down. Right. Okay. Let's go on to resort news. The physical distancing has been reduced at the pools. Yeah. They've, uh, they're no longer staggering seats. Mm -hmm. um, lounge chairs are out. I don't want to say they're right on top of each other. I think it's just pre-COVID. They're just they're just out. Whatever you need, that's right. what's there. There's not going to be a limit to capacity probably anymore. There was a time when you were having to put your name on a list if the pool was at capacity. I am guessing they're not enforcing any kind of capacity rules. Mm -hmm. I mean, even in Connecticut, all the capacity rules have um, been lifted. So I can't imagine that they're still in place in Florida. Right. Now, pool decks at Walt Disney World have not had a mask requirement anyway, but they were trying to distance people right, they were uh, with to... their seats and tables. Exactly. Okay. Um, what's next here? Uh, Disney Cruise Line has extended the cancellation of U.S. cruises through July. Yeah, and this pretty much um, just applies to the dream and the fantasy. Uh, they're still trying. They're holding out for part of the uh, three Alaskan cruises have still not yet been canceled for the wonder um, but the dream and the fantasy are canceled through all of July. We know that the magic is going to be staying over in the United Kingdom through September, October before it comes back. They're going to be doing the staycations over there. Um, so Disney has canceled this. Um, if you had paid off your cruise and you were scheduled to sail uh, through the July sailings, uh, you would get a 125% future cruise credit uh, that needs to be used by September 30th, 2022. If you did not pay in full, you just receive a refund of whatever you've paid. Okay. All right. Disney Cruise Line has announced pricing for cruising on the Disney Wish, and it is not cheap. Yeah, it's not cheap. Um, so a three-night sailing on a Bahamian cruise out of Port Canaveral on the Wish. Uh, inside cabin, $3,027. How many uh, This is for, based on two guests. Okay. So this is one or two guests because one person pays right. the same as two. Um, so inside cabin, $3,027, ocean view, $3,075, veranda, $3,255, concierge, $4,243. Okay. 
If you go up to the uh, four-day sailing, uh, you're looking at 4,085 for the inside, 4,149 for an ocean view, 4,389 for a veranda, and 5,728 for concierge. Now, the thing that we were interested in was the five-night inaugural sailing, mm -hmm. which is the first sailing that guests will be allowed on, well, paying guests will be allowed on. Right. Um, and for that, uh, it is a five-night cruise with an itinerary going to Nassau and Disney's Castaway Key. Yeah. I thought it's five uh, five nights. They might put a double dip at Castaway Key there, but they didn't even do that for you. They don't need to. Right. Uh, for an inside cabin, once again, this is based on two guests. Uh, inside cabin... Uh, $5,769, an ocean view, $5,969, a veranda, $6,369, and concierge, a whopping $9,439. I mean, it's basically $1,000 a night for two people, with it being slightly more for the inaugural cruise. Yes. Um, it's, not, it's not inexpensive. It is not. But they sure are fun. They are. They're number one for a reason. Yep. Uh, some of the Disney, Disney Wish stern blocks have arrived at the shipyard. Yeah, that's a, a big a big thing. You know, you can't have a ship without a stern. Um, but they've been floated over. Uh, yeah, I, I still think it's amazing that the uh, ship is built um, at, at multiple shipyards and then they put these pieces on a barge and they float them over mm -hmm. you know and then it's kind of put together like a big lego or right. erector set um so yeah stern blocks are at meyer werft which is in poppenberg germany um and uh, they just continue to build she's going to be ready for june of 2022 very good all right um and then moving to entertainment news just a very short piece of entertainment news it looks like disney has released a new loki poster yeah, new Loki poster. Uh, Loki is, uh, you know, of course, central to the poster since it's his show. That it's makes sense. It's very brown. It is. Um, Owen Wilson is in it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and some, some characters, we're not really sure who they are yet, but I'm sure time will tell. Mm -hmm. uh, and I say time will tell. Time is going to play a big part in this. As we know, uh, the, the Loki show centers around the Loki from 2012 who disappeared during Endgame mm -hmm. uh, with the Tesseract. Uh, and he is now lost in time. Uh, and Owen Wilson works for the Time Variance Authority. They're a group that manages all of the time streams in the Marvel Universe. All right. So there's going to be some popping around and, and who knows where in time this will go. Okay. When is that coming out? That starts on June 9th, Wednesday. And in Universal news, the uh, Universal in Singapore just cut their hours due to COVID restrictions. Yeah, this is uh, pretty amazing. You know, here we're talking about uh, Florida. You know, everybody's changing their, their mask policies right now. Uh, Singapore, due to COVID-19 restrictions, has just cut their operations to weekends only at 25% capacity. Wow. Yeah. That stinks. Yeah. Um, Universal, Universal Orlando actually has started the maskless trend um, just maybe half a day before um, Disney World did. So they are following uh, very similar protocols as Disney World is right now or vice versa, because honestly, Universal did it first. They did. And that is just that uh, masks are required indoors and at all attractions. Very good. Universal's um, Resort Endless Summer is reopening on May 26th. Well, a component of it is they have the Endless Summer Resort Surfside Inn and Suites. 
that had opened last summer only to close again, uh, but they have announced that that will be reopening on May 26th. Very good. And um, our last bit of news, the Orange County mayor has lifted the mask mandate, which is really not news because we all already knew that. Yes, if you couldn't tell, uh, <laughs> there aren't there is no more mask mandate, um, and that is that Mayor Jerry Demings uh, has announced that the mask mandate would be lifted outdoors because uh, Orange County, Florida, has reached a vaccination rate of 50% for all adults ages 16 and above. Um, masks are still mandated indoors for everyone ages two and over, as we know. Um, and uh, that's uh, that's exciting. Okay. So that is it. Do we have any any final words? No, just, you know, keep the plexiglass coming down. That's all I can say. That's right. Keep the plexiglass coming down. Open Casey's, open Columbia Harbor House, and I think we'd be fine. Yes. All right. So until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. (laughs) 